in the fastest turnaround between seasons ever. Welcome to season three of I'd Rather Be Reading. I didn't even give y'all time to miss me. But I wanted to drop this episode because my new friend Joe Goodman has a book coming out tomorrow, November 9th, called We Want Bama, A Season of Hope and the Making of Nick Saban's Ultimate Team. So let me set the scene of our conversation. Joe is sitting in the press box alongside other beat reporters. I got a beautiful view of Bryant-Denny Stadium at sunset right before the start of the Alabama LSU football game this past weekend. Alabama football, in case you don't follow sports, is an institution coached by one of the very best to ever do it, Nick Saban. But as you'll hear Joe talk about, the 2020 team was even better than all of the other legendary squads the Tide has seen break records and win championships over the years. Take a listen to our conversation. We are coming to you live today from the press box at Bryant-Denny Stadium. There's no better place to record this interview. Joe, welcome to the show. Um, I'm Real quick before we get started, I'm based in Birmingham, Alabama, as are you. Thank you for making the Magic City proud with this book. I loved it. Capture, <laughs> you capture Alabama and more succinctly Alabama football so well here. Welcome to the show. And we seriously are recording this at five o'clock on a Saturday night before Alabama LSU. You are sitting appropriately in the press box at Brian Denny. How are you? Yeah. Hey, Rachel. Great to be on. Um, yeah, I can let me turn around and get the stadium. Yeah, I saw it, it's pretty magical. Be writers. I wish I was there. I I was there. Wish we were doing this in person. So, okay. First of all, everybody listening <laughs> needs to put any prejudice or maliciousness against Alabama football aside and face <laughs> the truth <laughs> that as you write, Bama is one of the most culturally significant college football teams that has ever played the game and that it in your words, quote unquote, defeated the universe. <laughs> so I agree totally with the first statement. It's impossible to ignore that, but unpack the defeat the universe comment for me. <laughs> well, we, we defeat the universe every day. Okay. When uh-huh. we get out of bed. Okay. But what, like how? <laughs> how? Uh-huh. The, ali- the alignment of our cells and our body, the process that makes a machine, a biological machine. Every day we defeat the universe. So in that sense, they definitely defeated the universe because it was a whole shit in 2020. Yeah, no, that's the understatement of of the millennium for sure. So, okay, Alabama as a program is great, but you write in the book that Alabama in 2020 is the greatest team of all time. You write, quote, Alabama in 2020 captured something special that moved it beyond the conversation of best ever and into the place reserved for the most important of all time, end quote. So tell me why, what makes this the ultimate team? It, everything that they accomplished off the field was so significant before the season even started. Um, so, you know, in that sense, that is what um, the ultimate team meant. You know, they really, they, they won before the season even started and that motivated them. And, you know, they couldn't lose after that. They wanted to make what they did stand the test of time and resonate 
and that was their motivation and they accomplished it and they just killed everybody in the process they so, defeated the universe oh my gosh that might be an overstatement but so <laughs> okay so the book is called we want bama and for those of our list we talk about a lot of different things on the show some people may not be sports fans so what is the origin of the title it's a it's a sign so tell us about that right so we want bama is a it's like it, it's kind of like the defining meme i guess of the uh college football era that we're in because alabama is this larger than life force and whenever a team gets really good and they go they they go they win a bunch of games they're, they're undefeated to start the season they all their fans start saying we want bama okay so yeah. it's kind of like this mythical you know figure out there in the ether and it is it is the gold standard and people everybody across the country they want to test themselves against the best okay so in like the very simplest terms okay uh that's what we want bama means to college football you know it is ubiquitous with the sport so much so that it it extends beyond college football it extends beyond sports uh you know like north korea wants bama you know um i mean <laughs> that is the best word for it for sure so you see it everywhere yes so the book is is so good it really is joe and you even employ the correct usage of la which for the record is not <laughs> los angeles if you're not from the south you have no idea what we're talking about you just have to read the book but i have to ask you i have this debate with uh, my bama and non-bama friends and fans can a team be too good is alabama so good that it's boring not just for non-bama fans but even for bama fans does being so good ever get old well certainly there is some monotony in beating everyone by 30 points a game yeah <laughs> um you know i'm bored i'm bored because and I love and I love Alabama football. I'm I'm bored. And it's it's like watching an NFL team play a junior varsity high school team every week. And so do, are you bored? I'm not bored. No. And, well, I, uh, I, you can't be bored because, you know, you're trying to I tell Alabama every every chance I get. OK, and this this is a conversation more as me, the columnist for al.com than the author of we want bama because uh -huh. they're two they're two different things but on a day i tell i tell fans to appreciate this time alabama fans to appreciate this really because it's not going to be like this forever yeah. you know it's not going to be like oh we only beat team x by 20 points what the hell's wrong with alabama okay yeah so <laughs> Well, and that, that's a perfect segue to my next question, which is, I know the answer to this is yes, but will Alabama ever have an off year again? So yes, but uh, they've had some in the past. They've had down seasons. They've had down decades even, but what's it going to, is it going to take Saban leaving to, to have them not be the Bama we know of today? Well, you know, Alabama's on such a pedestal. It's so high that even that question is loaded okay so like 
to Alabama fans right now, three losses in a season would be a down season. Two losses in a season would be a down season. Okay? And I need you to understand how disgusting that sounds to anybody else. Now, now what you're talking about, I guess, is like four losses. Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking like, uh, like more losses than wins. Like a, like. Oh yeah, okay. Like a real, like, like a Kansas football, and I say that with love because that's one of my alma maters. Like a Kansas. I mean, I don't think they'll ever be. You're picking the worst team in college football. Okay. Kansas is the worst. Thank you for that, by the way. But um, just pick, <laughs> a, pick a perfectly average team. Like, like my other alma mater is Ole Miss. So Ole Miss, you know, of, of a couple of years ago, will they ever have just a horrific season again? Probably at some point something yeah. will happen and, and they will not defeat the universe. No. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, there's a different standard at Alabama. There is. So if – if you lose three games, the coach is on the hot seat. Like, even yeah. Nick Saban will be if he loses. He knows that if he loses three games. So that's the way it is at Alabama. Um, if there ever comes a time when they have a losing season, uh, it will be like apocalypse now in the state of Alabama. Totally. And <laughs> totally. Um, and I don't wish that for Alabama, but I'm just saying Me that. either. <laughs> but um you write uh, and i love the way you phrase this alabama is the archetypal alpha villainy for a generation of american sports fans and it is it's so true now look oh I yeah that totally like more than the yankees more yeah. than the dodgers yeah more than the patriots like it's alabama yeah so it goes without saying you're an alabama fan am i correct no are you allowed to say that no i'm not allowed to say that i can't say that yeah, okay, yeah. Moving on. So, so listen, on. no, you, I, I appreciate the team. Okay. Sure. And I mean, I, you, can call, you, you can hate them to the end of the earth. And some people obviously. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I don't hate them. That's not the case. No, no, no. I know. But you have anybody, even the staunchest anti Alabama person, has to respect the team. At this point, you're right. At this point, yeah. even the most diehard Auburn fans respect what saving has done in Alabama. Yeah. You yeah. have to. So um, I love, I love quoting authors back to themselves. I'm sure that's an awkward experience to be on the other side of that, but in your words, quote, the maniacal pursuit of college football perfection is an American drug and people pay thousands and thousands of dollars every year to be a part of that high. I agree with you, but why is that? Why is that? Why though? Well, it's to be a part of this culture here in Alabama. It's to be a part of this cultural experience and in the Southeastern conference, you know, it's very much rooted in what the South identifies as, you know, excellence. And that contributes to that here regionally. Uh, and it's the same way in the big 10. Um, you know, it is the same way uh, out West to a degree but, you know, there's just something about the ruthlessness of football uh, that appeals to people on a carnal level. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. And at the same time, it's just a good excuse to drink <laughs> with your friends. 
<laughs> at Galette's in particular. There's a Galette's that's cup. right. There's a Galette's cup on the cover of the book. So that's how I know you really get it. You really understand. <laughs> so um, for those listeners, we have listeners all over the country. We have listeners all over the world. We have a randomly really large German listener base, which hi to everyone in Germany. But um, for those listeners not from Alabama, talk to us about the culture of Alabama, where, as you say, it is football at all costs, all of the damn time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, it's 24 hours a day, 30, 365 days a year here. Um, you know, even more like Alabama and the, and the football in the SEC really the the closest comparison to it is um international football and the passion that people have for their uh national teams when it comes to soccer like that that really kind of captures on a parallel like like for like basis what what it's like you know in alabama and in southern states the united states of america when it comes to college football you know it is like this larger than life thing it's it, you know it represents so much pride and um so it's, it's very very much reaches beyond sports in that in that respect yeah absolutely absolutely um we can't we can't close this interview without <laughs> talking about nick saban so what is the nick saban effect he's changed everything here in, in alabama uh and, and for the better I mean, they, the, the university has exploded, okay, in the 15, 14 years, 15 years that Nick Saban has come to Alabama to begin he's with. been here that long. I remember when I was in college when he came, and I can't believe it's been that long. Gosh. That's wild. <laughs> wild. Is he um, worth every penny of that $9.1 million salary plus bonuses? Oh, he's worth way more. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah. 9.1 is a, is a is a bargain for Nick Saban at this point for Alabama. He's, he's generated so much, he's generated so much revenue uh, for the university, for the state, for the SEC. Um, yeah, he's he's redefined college football uh, with this dynasty that they've had. Yeah, and he's and he's literally changed the entire structure of the game. I mean, you can make the argument that the playoffs uh you know so many rules have just all been fashioned to try to put a like a governor on uh alabama success or uh in a way try to you know level the playing field in some way uh so yeah it it just reaches beyond anything else in the sport my last question for you my new friend will bama ever be able to top itself and produce a team better than the 2020 squad. I don't think so. Not 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 from my not in my opinion, because what that team did off the field was so special. Um, in the summer of 2020, you know, when they really kind of captured uh, what the sports world was doing, um, and and marched to the schoolhouse door. So that really galvanized the team and, and it gave them like this fighting spirit uh, that was just so infectious. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just incredible to witness. I don't think there's ever going to be a better team than that. Like now on the field, 
maybe i don't know but you know those are two different things um you know when it comes to like what nick nick saban likes to say the ultimate team uh he, he means team like not the best maybe not the best competitive team although there might be i don't know but you know the ultimate team as far as like what makes up what makes a team actually really good you know but something bigger than their individual parts well if listeners if you are a college football fan if you are a sports fan if you like cultural commentary if you want to learn more about the south and the great state of alabama we want bama a season of hope and the making of nick saban's ultimate team is out november 9th thank you so much for being here today and letting me feel really cool like i'm in the press box with you <laughs> yeah i'm glad we could do this absolutely thanks a lot thank you go grab a copy of this book it is the perfect gift for the alabama football fan in your life or really the college football fan in your life and thanks joe for coming on the show so in the spirit of dropping episodes as they come in stay tuned for another episode this week with brendan burrell author of the first shots the epic rivalries and heroic science behind the race to the coronavirus vaccine super interesting conversation stay tuned